one, a two, a one. It's time for the Better Horses Radio Show with Ernie Rodina. Saddle up and ride as we explore the Western way of life, horses and cows, family and friends, a relationship with the land, and a relationship with God. It's all here on Better Horses Radio. Now let's hit the trail with Ernie and his co-host, Don Dawson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't touch that dial, folks. It's time to talk horses. Can't wait to be talking. It's been a while since I had a chance to talk horses. We're glad to have you back, Ernie, and so are all of our listeners. We've missed you, and we're glad you're doing well. Well, I, I miss everybody back and everything. I, I tell you, Rooster's been keeping tabs on me, and so it's... Uh, uh, and I, I knew that I wanted to get on before, but this technology deal, I give you a little word of advice. If you're ever about ready to go into surgery, don't do mess with your cell phone because you might lose all 5,000 of your contacts. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you, Ernie. I'd, I'd have lost all 37 of my contacts. So I can't imagine 5,000. <laughs> no, it's great to be back in, I want to say hello to all our listeners out there, and great to be back and you guys listening, and I hear nothing but uh, great things about the show. We are going to get this show started off right, Ernie, just like we always do. And Ron, we've got Pastor Steve Stafford with us today from the Risen Ranch Cowboy Church, and he just got done with a week-long cowboy kids camp and a big weekend with the Missouri High School Rodeo Finals, and we are thrilled to have you with us, Pastor Steve. Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a nap here for a little bit while we're talking. So just kind of nudge me when you're ready for me to go. Oh, yeah. It's good to be with you. It it probably made you tired just remembering all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you so much for reminding me what this last week has been. <laughs> well, get us started off right, Steve. Let's give it a go. Hey, folks, you know, it's always good to be with you. And yes, it's so good to have Ernie back on the show again this week. Well, Don's right. Last week, we had our Horsemanship Bible Camp, which is our version of Vacation Bible School. Now, we had 120 kids of all ages, 60 adults, and about 100 head of livestock all on their ranch for five days. Well, there were highs and, well, there were some tough moments. There was a lot of laughter, and there was some tears. We got to see old friends and make some new friends. We rode horses. We learned some rodeo and horsemanship skills. But the most important thing that we did was present the gospel with all, young and old. We sang with praise on our lips. We worshiped with love in our hearts. But the greatest thing of all, we had several come to saving grace in Christ, followed by believers' baptisms. Well, one day, one of the little ones, after taking a drink of her Pepsi, said this, this tastes and feels like stars dancing and shining in my mouth. Well, that is exactly how I feel when I think about camp. I see and I feel like stars are dancing and shining in my heart. So we here at Better Horses hope that you too know Jesus as your Savior and that your heart is filled with stars that are dancing and shining. Hey, this is Steve Stafford. I am the pastor of Risen Ranch Cowboy Church and a very proud member of the Better Horses family. Sounds like you had a great, great camp. We did have a great camp, Ernie. You know, just enough. This was my 47th camp in my ministry, my cowboy ministry career. And uh, they're all different, but they're all great. That's great. We're great to have, have you back. Thanks, Ernie. We are Hey, you know, you guys go to Risen Ranch Cowboy Church, 
check out all that they do on Facebook and on their website and uh, see what they've got going on. One of the camps that Pastor Steve gets to do is out in Colorado as well. So he's pretty involved in those kid camps and does some really cool things. Thank you, Pastor Steve, for doing all that. We appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Well, thank you. All right. We'll see you all. See you, you, Pastor Steve. Love you too. Bye-bye. Well, Dawn, we've got quite a show in place. We do, and uh, we we are real excited to bring everybody, some of our guests today. We have Dr. Chrissy Snyder from Merck Animal Health, and we've got a topic that you guys are going to be interested in. It's regarding horses, but I know that there are concepts for other animals as well, so stay tuned for that. Well, who have we got after that, Don? Uh, it's, a, it's a guest that we've had before, and Ernie... Ernie helped put all that together, and uh, that's Anthony Lucia. Uh, we're going to follow up uh, that talk with Dr. Schneider with uh, Anthony Lucia. So we sure want folks to stay with us. This is going to be a great show. But you know what time it is right now, don't you? I do know what time it is. For It is time for the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Tip of the Week, and we have Dr. Chris Blevins, and he is talking about choke in horses. Hey, everybody, we are here with Dr. Chris Blevins today from Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center, and he is the clinical professor, Equine Field Services. He's out and about, and he sees a lot of different things going on that we all deal with in our horse. And today we are talking about choke, which a lot of us have gone through. Dr. Chris, tell us what we need to look for and how to handle it. Yeah, uh, when you talk about choke in a horse, uh, there's multiple things that, that could happen. Uh, the most common that would be uh, the true definition of choke is food material stuck in the throat or the esophagus. Uh, so the, you know, it's the pipeline from the mouth to the stomach and uh, feed material can get stuck there. And, and when that happens, uh, usually what you're going to see in your horse is feed coming out of the nostrils of your horse. Sometimes they even get pretty anxious. Uh, so they're like trying to swallow and maybe it's just saliva coming out of the nose too. But most of the time you're gonna see the green stuff. So you're gonna see the, the food and stuff that's gonna be coming out of the, the nose. Uh, they may be retching or you know, kind of stretching out their neck as they're going. And so if you see those things, you should, uh, you know, give, give your veterinarian a call. And so you can, uh, you know, figure out what and, and what needs to be done. And usually it's, it is kind of an urgent uh, scenario, not necessarily always emergency, uh, but the horse, the more anxious they are, the more potential complications they could have with the choke. And so keeping them, I guess as calm as possible, although sometimes it's hard for a horse to be calm when they're choking, but taking away their food, taking away their water, uh, putting them in a quiet stall until the vet gets there. Sometimes, you know, even just in the trailer. Uh, and usually too, if you're traveling your horse because it's choked to the vet, 
Um, making sure too that the horse can lower their head uh, as they're traveling in the trailer. So don't tie the horse's head up really high and tight uh, because we really want that stuff to come out the nostrils and not down the windpipe. And I think that's one of the biggest concerns and complications we have with horses and choke is they aspirate. So they get the food material down into their lungs. And so I think that is something to always remember not necessarily always an emergency, but an urgency. So you just need to try to figure out, keep your horse fairly calm. The biggest complication is pneumonia uh, on those. And so most of the time, yeah, uh, you're not really trying to relieve the choke by putting anything in the mouth, but just keeping them quiet because really they need to go through the nose and try to rinse it that way with sedation, keeping the head really low. So uh, those are just some a few tips and things to think about with a horse that's choking. Very good tips, as always, from Dr. Chris Blevins. Thank you so much, Dr. Chris. We appreciate Kansas State University. Thank you. Well, once again, Dr. Blevins brings us some practical information on how we can uh, protect our horses out there. And so a big thanks to him and all of our friends there at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Don, who's that brought to us by? Well, I'm going to let Ernie do that because he knows exactly who it's brought by. It's brought to you by your 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 local Purina dealers, specifically Brummel Farm Service and Garnett. Um, we're talking about Woodard Mercantile in Mays, Kansas, Andover, Kansas, and then also uh, Eureka, Kansas. Great dealerships up there, and I tell you what, they just do a super job as far as with all all the stuff they're doing. They sure do. Well, you guys, you think we should take a break? Yep, we better pay some bills, but uh, folks, you want to stay right with us. We've got uh, an exciting conversation with Dr. Chrissy Snyder. This is Better Horses Radio. We'll be right back. It's time to fall into forage and save. Stanley Premium Western Forage is offering one of the biggest promotions of the year. Buy any three Stanley products and get $5 off. Stanley Premium Western Forage offers the highest quality premium forage from the Western United States. During the summer months, Stanley's farm employees carefully nurture and harvest their fields to make sure the forage meets their product specifications and exceed your quality standards. Winter is coming. Get prepared now with the help of Stanley Premium Forage. Visit stanleyforage.com coupons to download your coupon now. 2022 marks 57 years of the Pinto World Championship. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 13th through the 25th. With $900,000 in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and a good taste of healthy competition. For more information, check out the website at PintoWorld.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather, it just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. Routine dental examination and treatments are essential for high-quality horse care. To prevent potential problems, a horse's mouth should be examined at least once a year. I'm Dr. Chris Blevins, equine field service veterinarian at Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. 
we can examine the mouth and provide a treatment plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson, and we are back with our next segment. We've got a great guest lined up, brought to you by Merck Animal Health. Go to their website, MerckAnimalHealth.com. You can see all the products that we talk about. We talk about Safeguard, Panicure a lot. We talk about the Prestige line of vaccines, which you need to be visiting with your uh, veterinary right now about what they need in your horses, what your horses might need. But we are talking a pretty cool topic about Merck today with the one and only Dr. Chrissy Snyder. Ron, you want to introduce her better than that? Yep. yep. You know, Chrissy is uh, not only a friend and colleague of mine, but uh, she is an equine practitioner, has been practicing equine medicine for over 10 years and uh, spent a lot of that time in Ohio. Uh, she's been in a few other states and uh, Merck Animal Health was lucky enough to add her to their professional services team. But she comes with a wealth of experience. This is not the first time nor will it be the last that we've had her on Better Horses Radio. So, Dr. Christy, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm very happy to be back. Yeah, so you always bring us a, a, a lot of really practical information about our horses, about the health of our horses, about things that we can do to improve that. And you got a really cool topic today, and it's one that some of our listeners have heard about but maybe not all of them. And, and it's, it's microchipping and some things to go along with that. So to begin with, tell us a little bit about what a microchip is and, and why. Yeah, great, great place to start. So you may, you know, the listeners might be more um, well-versed in microchipping of dogs and cats. Uh, that's something that goes on a lot. And it's been going on in horses for quite a few years as well. Um, same kind of microchips. They're small, about the size of a grain of rice. Um, and it's put in the, the side of the neck um, up near the mane. And will stay there kind of indefinitely. And these microchips work for the life of the horse and, and probably beyond. Um, and what you need to, to utilize them basically is a microchip scanner. Um, so the microchip itself is inert. It doesn't have any moving parts, doesn't, you know, send any signals or anything. Um, you really need a microchip scanner to, to scan over the area and then a number will come up. That's a 15 digit number. That's kind of standard. That 15 digit is standard across uh, many different uh, registries, for example, or um, show um, outfits that require this ISO compliant, they call it 15 digit number. And so that's a permanent identification of that horse. Um, as you can imagine, a, a something the size of a grain of rice that's in inside the horse's neck, you're not going to be taking that out. Um, it, it doesn't move around. Um, and so it's a really reliable way to say that this is this horse that's registered to this um, 15 digit number. And so permanent identification is kind of the primary use of these microchips. So Mark has a couple different kinds. You have two different forms of the chip itself. Describe the difference in the two. Yes, for sure. So as mentioned, primary, primary purpose is identification. And so we have one chip that that is its only use. It's called a life chip. Um, and so it has that 15 digit number that's unique to each microchip. 
therefore unique to each horse that it, uh, microchip is put into. And um, then there's another kind of microchip that has that 15 digit number for identification, but also has the technology uh, to measure temperature, which is pretty handy um, and pretty exciting to be able to get a horse's body temperature um, by scanning that microchip with one of those microchip readers that I mentioned. Um, and so instead of always having to take a rectal temperature, uh, which some horses say no thank you to, um, and it can be you know kind of a, a difficult undertaking for some horses, uh, this is a great, safe, fast way to get um, temperature information on a lot of horses. Um, and we know biosecurity wise, you know, there's been anytime you get a lot of horses together and, and move horses around, same as people, you know, some, some are gonna get sick. And we know that measuring temperature is the best way um, to get alerted that maybe there's something going on, maybe there's uh, some illness going on so we can, you know, stop horses moving, hopefully decrease spread of that disease. Um, but the first thing that we, that alerts us to that is the temperature. So the more often we're able to take temperatures, the sooner we're going to know. Um, and so you're more likely to be able to take temperatures more often. If you just need to scan with a microchip scanner, rather, you know, if you have hundred horses, for example, it'll only take you minutes, uh, to scan all those horses versus if you had to have a handler, hold the horse, hold the, the thermometer in the horse's rectum, et cetera. So, folks, if you just tuned in, this is Better Horses Radio, and we're talking to Dr. Chrissy Schneider, who's talking to us about microchipping horses, specifically the Merck Animal Health Life Chip. But the one that is getting a lot of interest right now is the Merck Animal Health Biothermo Microchip. And before we talk about uh, an outfit that Merck partnered with uh, to create an app to, to help us can keep data specific to that horse. Talk to us, what kind of horse owners might use a microchip? So I think really there's a wide variety of uses for these microchips. Certainly horses that are being shown in, um, for example, USEF has required a microchip for a number of years now. Um, the Jockey Club requires microchips. Uh, US Trotting Association requires microchips. And, you know, that covers obviously a lot of horses. So that's if your horse is going to be competing and needs a microchip in order to compete. Um, but in addition to that, um, that permanent identification can be really important uh, in situations of natural disasters. So unfortunately, in, in wildfires and, and hurricanes, flooding, et cetera, it's not uncommon for horses to get separated from their owners. And so having this permanent identification that you can say, this is my horse's microchip, and they just have to scan it. And, and it really helps with reunification of animals after uh, a natural disaster. So this is, um, there's some really neat features to the scanner uh, and the app that goes along with it to keep track of our horses, not only to find them if they're lost or mm -hmm. stolen, but some health records can be taken care of on that app. Exactly. Yes. So this kind of takes it to the next level. So you have the microchip that's in the horse, whether it's reading temperature or not, you have a, a microchip scanner. Um, and a, there's a particular kind of scanner uh, called the, the G, Global Pocket Reader Plus or GPR Plus. And that allows you to or has the capability to read temperatures from that biothermal microchip and also the 15 digit uh, identification number. 
And so you pair the microchip with that reader that can Bluetooth to your smartphone or your uh, tablet, like iPad or, or similar uh, tablet. And that actually, when you scan the horse's microchip, it brings up that horse's medical record on your smartphone or your device. And so you know for sure which horse this is. You'll have the name logged in there. This is all information you put in. Um, it's not stored in the, in the microchip itself. So it's stored in the app. Um, and that app is, um, that data is owned by that farm. Um, nobody has access to that information unless that information is shared by the administrator of that farm. Um, and so it can be a really great way and secure way of keeping medical records on a farm for horses. And then everyone that's on that farm or associated with that farm that needs to know that information has it at the, at the tip of their, at, the, at their fingertips. So the owner of the horse, the farm manager, um, you know, staff that's working on the farm, they all know um, in real time what's happening with the horse. And, and for example, you can load in um, medical treatments that need to be done. Maybe a, a horse needs a medication twice a day for the next week. You can load all that information into the app. It'll send you a reminder. Um, hey, these horses need this med these medications today. And then you're able to scan the horse mark on the app that you've given that medication and at what time it loads uh, or logs who gave that medication. Uh, so it really answers a lot of questions, you know, instead of having a, a notebook, for example, with a list of things that need to be checked off that may or may not get checked off. And then the people in the office or the owners at home, for example, don't know what's on that notebook. Instead, this just kind of cuts out all of that uh, miscommunication so that everyone has the information that they need, which is, which is pretty, Handy. You got to say it's it's come a long ways from my whiteboard that I tried to hang up in my barn. I've bought several different ones. Yeah, I'm going to keep track of this on here as everybody can see it. And then, oh, I do it for about a week and <laughs> it doesn't yeah. happen. And yeah. this is so much better because I, I'm thinking of these big stables and stuff that have so many horses they're caring for and keeping track of that and having the access for the owners. That's pretty cool. Yes. And then another um, really handy uh, piece of information that's been loaded into this app is withdrawal times for different medications. And you can choose when you, um, you know, make the account for your farm or each individual horse. For example, if you have some horses that compete USEF, but some horses that compete FEI and they have different drug rules uh, or withdrawal times, then you can make this horse, you know, is these FEI rules, this horse, these USCF rules or racing rules, you know, there are a number of different um, outfits in the app. And so if you give that horse a medication, it'll automatically bring up an alert that says, you know, not recommended to show until this date at this time. So it, it really kind of is a double check um, and gives you some information on hand. So that you just have a lot fewer questions and hopefully fewer mistakes. And of course, use scanning the horse before you bring up, um, you know, the horse's record on the Equitrace app really cuts down on mistakes as far as giving the wrong horse the wrong medication. Um, and so, you know, using technology really to help us do the best for the horse. You know, Dr. Chrissy, um, we're seeing more and more folks beginning to put microchips in their horses. And uh, I, I think one of the things I've heard a number of veterinarians say is the biothermal chip is only a few dollars more than a normal microchip. And once you put a chip in the horse, it's, it's there for life. Uh, so where could they go to get more information about Equitrace and the biothermal 
microchips? So they certainly can go to our website. Um, you know, as Don mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, uh, Merck Animal Health, and there's information on that website. And then they certainly could reach out to their veterinarians um, and, and talk to them about microchipping and um, their recommendations as well. I just want to say there's another prime example of Merck taking the lead in the industry doing that kind of stuff. That's so true. I know this is just one facet of Merck Animal Health. They've got so many cool things in the making. Uh, we've got a whole nother topic that we could talk to Dr. Chrissy about, but we're out of time in this segment today. But so that's why we will have you back, Dr. Chrissy, and and talk about some other things with Merck and all that they have going on. MerckAnimalHealth.com. You guys check it out. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to come back. Hey, thank you, Dr. Chrissy Snyder with Merck Animal Health. Thanks for all the tips that you share with us. And uh, we look forward to having you back at Better Horses Radio. Folks, we're going to take a break. Stay with us. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Dawn Dawson, and boy, we've got a great segment coming up, you guys. We're so excited about it. Our sponsors for this segment today are Decra and Kleinschmidt's. Kleinschmidt's Western Store over on I-70 in Higginsville, Missouri. It is an awesome store over there. If you haven't stopped in, you need to do it on your way through. Or go to KleinBoot.com. That's K-L-E-I-N, Boot.com. And Decra, they are an amazing company. They've got a lot of products out there, but the ones we've been hitting on are Osphos and Zymeta. Osphos is a really cool product for horses with navicular. It has cured or brought horses back to usable condition like no other drug. It's pretty amazing. And Zymeta is a fever reducer. So check those products out. Go to Decra and Osphos.com. Hey guys, I'm excited about this next guest. I was on the last time he was here. And all I can say is the way to describe me, he's a class act and a great announcer and uh, just a historian when it comes to riders and all that stuff and, and what, what he gets done. But uh, without any further ado, uh, let's, let's bring on Anthony Lucia, uh, uh, just a top announcer and just a really an honor to have him on Better Horses Radio. Thank you all. I'm glad to be back on for a little bit. Yeah, we're glad to have you. The last time we visited, the American had just got over with, which you were really involved with. And our listeners got to hear a lot about your background, but you are in the busiest time of the year right now with all your rodeos. You just got back from Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an unreal, unreal year already. Started out with in Des Moines, Iowa, with the world's toughest rodeo, went on to San Antonio for three weeks and it's just been nonstop from the George Paul Memorial, then the southernmost extreme bull ridings of professional rodeo, then all the way to Palmer, Alaska. A couple of weeks ago, I've lost track. I've been flying so much. And then last week or the week before, rather, in Santa Maria, California for the Santa Maria Elks. And then went to Cowtown, New Jersey this past Saturday and announced their pro rodeo. And now I get to be in Texas for a couple of weeks with the Big Springs Pro Rodeo and then on to the west of the Pecos. So it's a busy season, and my next weekend off is the third weekend of October. So I'm, I'm very thankful. Wow. So, uh, Anthony, for our listeners who aren't familiar with the life of an entertainer uh, in the rodeo and an announcer like yourself, 
how often do you get a chance to swing by home and, and how much time do you get to spend there? Uh, I get, so I'm fortunate where I can, with being an announcer, I don't always have to haul a horse. And if I do announce horseback, I'll generally borrow a horse from a, from a rodeo stock contractor or a pickup man. But I try to take my horse, like I'll take my horses the next couple of weeks because they're three or four hours from home. But um, I get to spend two or three days at home generally um, always land on a Sunday and then leave either Wednesday or Thursday in most cases. And then um, let's think I had a week off in, I don't remember. I had a week off a while back and it was awesome. <laughs> and I got to go to some, I actually competed and went to some rodeos with my wife and um, the summers are always busy. It's the, the prime time rodeo season and it is nonstop gas pedal to the ground for me starting tomorrow and it will be until the second week of August. I'll be, I have a couple days off. And other than that, it's just gas pedal down, but my wife will get to go with me sometimes. And, and that always makes it fun, but I just, I love what I do. And I love getting to bring rodeo to countless number of rodeo fans across the country and just talk about something that I love so much. Anthony, how's the crowds been? Everywhere I've been, it has been record attendance. Every single place I've been. And, and I attribute that to a couple things. One, I think 2020 reminded everybody what's important, and that's family, our country, and spending time and something that's real. And rodeo has not been politicized. Rodeo stays out of all that, and it's true blue, blue blood competition, plain and simple. And, uh, you know, blue call, it's the last, Stetson Wright said it best earlier this year. He said, rodeo is the last blue collar sport. It's, people that are hard workers that are paying their own way and live on what they win. And there's something to that when there's not multimillion contracts involved and different things like that, and there's no guarantees. And I think that's one of the most attractive things about rodeo to a fan. Once they realize that what those people see in the, in happening in the arena, that's going to determine that person's success or failure. And the, it's been amazing. And I think the Yellowstone movement, the 1883 movement has brought cowboy hats and being being a cowboy to the forefront. And whether you like the show or not, and there's obviously a lot of questionable things about the show. But the one thing that's not questionable is when I walk through an airport wearing a cowboy hat, people are wanting to take pictures and and not looking at you like you're from a, from outer space anymore. So that's good. That's a good feeling. You know, Anthony, um, in spite of the fact that uh, we've talked about this being uh, the last blue collar sport opportunities in rodeo have never been better. Talk to us a little bit about all the ways that rodeo has now found to entertain fans and open up opportunities for the Cowboys. Yeah. Just the, the amount of money that's, that's come into rodeo and, and everybody's always said, you know, what's kept rodeo from being a mainstream sport, like the NBA or the NFL or the MLB and, and or even MLS major league soccer, and, and I don't really know what the answer to that question is, but what I do know is that rodeo is gaining a lot of attention in the right places. The Cowboy Channel has done a phenomenal job of, of bringing rodeo to a lot of people that not, don't necessarily have a chance to go to rodeos, but then encourages them to, then when a rodeo does come close to their home, that then they're like, hey, I've been watching this all the time on television. Now I get a chance to go see one live and that's what they're going to do. Um, and I don't really know what the secret sauce has been, but 
the amount of money that's available in professional rodeo now and through endorsement thing deals and different companies that are really stepping up to want to uh, promote their brands through rodeo. It's a great time to be a cowboy, especially if you're good at it. I, I don't want to lead with this question. So I'll, I'll just ask you about adding breakaway roping to so many rodeos. What's that done for the sport? Well, I think it's obviously it's built a lot of memberships through the PRC and the W really opened up people's minds to all the talented individuals that are cowgirls in professional rodeo. And it, it's been a, as an announcer, I love it because it's really fun for me to announce and to talk about. Well, there's so many things that we can talk about with you in such limited time. But uh, the first thing I want to mention is we do air in Big Springs, Big Spring, Texas, with the Better Horses Radio Show. So you guys listening, if you still can get to to the rodeo, get out there and get your tickets today or tomorrow, and uh, you can go see this guy right here, Anthony Lucia. But um, Anthony. Um, Coming up, it, I mean, NFR is going to be here before you know it. And Anthony has a show live with Lucia during the NFR. And you you had a meeting today. Tell us, uh, can you give us any hints of what might be happening this year at the NFR? Yeah, I mean, it's excitement at its at its core with the Mandalay Bay and the Cowboy Marketplace, where my show's at at the Rio and the Sets and Country Christmas. There's going to be entertainment galore. We know the shopping is great. And one of the, for me, it's doing live with Lucia each day at the Rio and the country Christmas has been a highlight for my, for my year, for the last goodness, 10 or 11 years and getting to, and now that it's on the Cowboy channel and, and more people are able to see it, um, getting to interview the biggest and brightest stars of pro rodeo. And most of them, I'm thankful to call them my friends and to be able to showcase them and, and in a different light than just as a competitor or just as a cowboy or cowgirl. It's always fun, but the entertainment, I mean, Las Vegas is a city of entertainment that we as cowboys and cowgirls, we take over for two weeks in December. And it's the, it's the busiest, most exciting, most fun that I get to have of, of the entire year. And you just can't go wrong with all the great shopping that's available. The great competitions now resort world is a, we talked about this last time, but Resorts World has really stepped up with the BFO World Championships and all the different highlighted features that we're going to be having there. And, of course, the nightlife there. And it's like there's something for everyone. And, and it, you don't just have to be event-specific. There's something for everyone there. And the entertainment is off the charts. And I'm glad I'm a part of the, the mix during the NFR. So, Anthony, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. I know we're still early in the season, but as you said, it's heating up. It's fixing to get going. We're fixing to get into Cowboy Christmas and then a lot of the big runs. Are, are there any events where you see some really tight races that, that you think is going to go down to the wire this year? So, Stetson Wright is an anomaly. That, that kid is – and what he's been able to do in three years and now entering into his fourth season, it's, it's just unprecedented. He has a 200 – close to a $200,000 lead in the all around. Um, nobody's plain and simple, unless something drastically changes over the next four months, nobody's going to touch him. He's going to win his sixth gold buckle and he's going to win it all around. But the craziest thing about it is he is number one and number two. He's number one in the saddle bronc riding and he's number two in the bull riding. The races in the bull riding with Josh Frost, who is riding better than he's ever ridden in his life. Um, has been competing at a high level on in the PRCA, went to the PBR, his first PBR world finals, had a great showing. 
um, Josh Frost, and then how can we deny Sage Kimsey? And then you've got guys like Tyler Bingham who are really stepping up to the plate. Trey Kimsey, who's finally settled into who he is as a bull rider and his style. The bull riding is is going to be an amazing competition. But I have to talk a little bit about Brody Crest and the saddle bronc riding. Because Brody, I don't think there's any human alive that wants to win a world title more than Brody Crest. If Stetson hadn't won, uh, hadn't won Rodeo Houston, it would be a there would be a whole different scenario. Of who was number one and who was number two in the saddle bronc riding world? But if you look at every event, I mean, the competition, the competitors themselves have have elevated themselves with the prize money and with the money up for grabs and with the opportunities before they have stepped up beyond belief to be able to elevate their entire game. The bareback riding, the tie down, the steer wrestling, the team roping is every one of the events. And then the barrel race, like that's a whole nother animal. And then the, the breakaway roping, it's like, I don't know. I'm such a fan of rodeo that we were talking the other day that, you know, there's technically the rodeo season. Yes. There's been some major winter rodeos that have obviously impacted the standings, but starting this week, and in, uh, and moving forward until the end of the season, you're going to see so many different people that get on heaters and that insert themselves into a world title talk. Like there's so many rodeo cowboys that say that really the rodeo season doesn't start until Reno. And I say it starts this weekend with big spring and Pecos, but starting it, you know, before cowboy Christmas, the cowboy Christmas we're started, we're in it, we're doing it. We're opening up presents and we're, we're going to eat some, you know, candy canes, but, it's going to be a phenomenal season. And with being able to watch it on the Cowboy channel and prorodeo.com and follow along standings updates, um, it's just going to be, I, I love it. I love rodeo. That's all. Folks, you've tuned in to Better Horses Radio, and we're talking with one of the PRCA's hottest young announcers. And I say young, even though he's got tons of experience, he started at an early age. But, Anthony, you're so fun to listen to as an announcer, and it's obvious as we visit with you, you're just such a fan of the sport of the rodeo, and, and that comes through. And, and my question, where do you get all the information? How do you even track down everything you track down about these races, about these cowboys and cowgirls? I, I read a lot. You know, there's I've got friends that are huge NFL fans, and they can tell you who went number two in the second round of the draft and and who did this and whose batting average is above 500 in baseball and all this stuff. But I, if, if I'm not, you know, watching rodeo, I'm reading about rodeo. I talk to, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of friends in rodeo. So I hear about the ups and the downs and the woes and the victories of the rodeo road. But again, if you love something, it's easy to get to know it. It's like, I love my wife. So I got to know her. I love God. I get to know him and reading his word. And, and so it just, it all goes and if you want to know something about something, listen, read, and learn. Boy, there you go, Don. We had a, a public service announcement right there. Uh, youngsters, reading. You got some of the best cowboys in the world, and what do they spend their time doing? Reading. I know that he also hangs out with Bob Tallman, so I'm pretty sure that that rubs off on him just a little I, bit. I learn a lot from Bob Tallman. Not all of it can be repeated, but I learn a lot from Bob Tallman. <laughs> <laughs> Great guy. He's a great guy. He, he is. is. We love him. So. He's my mentor, and I'm proud to call him my friend. And he calls me his baby boy, and and I just i i love the i love the heck out of him. Yeah. Hey, Anthony, we, we've got just a few seconds left. Um, talk to us about one of the things that 
Um, I hear about from a lot of rodeo fans, specialty acts. Are there any specialty acts that you've seen this year that you're like, wow, folks have got to see them? Yeah. So I just got done working with Madison McDonald and Piper Yule. They're both from Canada. Piper Yule's 12 years old and can trick ride with the best of them. She can Roman ride. Madison McDonald's, in my opinion, one of the greatest trick, trick riders that's ever lived. Bobby Kerr. I love Bobby Kerr and his acts are phenomenal. Tomas Garcialazzo. Um, there's a girl named Jessica Blair out of, from the East Coast that has some white horses that are just amazing. And it's there's a lot of good specialty acts out there. Well, folks, as, as we always know, it happens. Our time with Anthony Lucia goes so fast. He's so much fun to talk to. I, I think if you get anything out of this interview, Don, that is get out to a rodeo this summer. Get out to more than one. There's not better entertainment on the planet Earth. So, Anthony Lucia, thank you for joining us here at Better Horses Radio. Thank you all so much for having me. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Ron, you suppose we ought to take a break? Hey, we better take a break. Folks, this is Better Horses Radio. We'll be right back. 2022 marks 57 years of the Pinto World Championship. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 13th through the 25th. With $900,000 in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and a good taste of healthy competition. For more information, check out the website at PintoWorld.com. No matter what discipline of riding you do, training, showing, and everyday stress is hard on your horse's legs. Decra Veterinary Products is a leading lameness company that brought you Osphos. Osphos is a quadrinate injection, an intramuscular bisphosphonate to help control the clinical signs of navicular syndrome in horses four years and older. Ask your veterinarian if Osphos is right for your horse. Decra Veterinary Products is a proud sponsor of The American. Hi, I'm Dr. Dylan Luter, a specialist in equine performance medicine at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Our new service focuses on lameness diagnosis, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and regenerative medicine for horses with injuries preventing them from performing at their best. We can treat a variety of conditions and design a customized rehabilitation plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. John Deere is known for quality equipment. This quality has created a perception that John Deere is more expensive than other brands. But high quality doesn't mean high price. The truth from buyers in our area is customers who have purchased a John Deere Compact Utility Tractor saved more than $2,000 when buying from Heritage Tractor. Dare to compare us before buying. You and your wallet will be surprised. Nothing runs as long as a deer. And we'll prove it with our exclusive 10-year warranty. Visit HeritageTractor.com slash compare to to learn more. It's time to fall into forage and save. Stanley Premium Western Forage is offering one of the biggest promotions of the year. Buy any three Stanley products and get $5 off. Stanley Premium Western Forage offers the highest quality premium forage from the Western United States. During the summer months, Stanley's farm employees carefully nurture and harvest their fields to make sure the forage meets their product specifications and exceed your quality standards. Winter is coming. Get prepared now with the help of Stanley Premium Forage. Visit stanleyforage.com slash coupons to download your coupon now. Runny nose, cough. 
fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about Prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at PrestigeVaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. 2022 marks 57 years of the Pinto World Championship. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 13th through the 25th. With $900,000 in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and a good taste of healthy competition. For more information, check out the website at PintoWorld.com. We're back. This is Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And are we thrilled to have Ernie back or what, Ron? We are so, so happy, Ernie, that you are coming around and getting all healthy on us again. And we have a great segment coming up brought to us by Stanley Premium Western Forage. Go to stanleyforage.com. You can see all the products that we all feed, the alfalfa hay. They've got teff hay. They've got all kinds of different products for your horse, and they are amazing. So stanleyforage.com. Excited to be back. I tell you what, uh, I hope that we might find time in one of our shows, upcoming shows. I could talk about my trip the night before my surgery down to Tijuana with Fred Gabrielli and, and, and Chris Cox. Well, I'm sure everybody wants to hear about that for sure. We do need to save some time for that because I imagine that was quite the trip. <laughs> that was right. It was quite the trip. And, and but I won't get into that, but Hey, I am so excited. You think Bernie's been gone this long. What, what would he have? There's, Cash missed me while I was gone. You could tell Cash that. She's still dog. there. You guys, Cash has not gone anywhere. Anyway, I'm so excited. You said, what could he get done being in the hospital 30 days and everything else? I feel like I've, I've got the makings of a uh, really good event, a one-of-a-kind event, uh, not since the unbelievable horse happening. And that is uh, I got contacted by TJ with the Kansas Reigning Horse Association. He said, how can we team up? How can we team up and make a huge show to benefit Better Horses, Purina, and along with anything else? You Rainers, pay attention to this, because this is huge. And what we're talking about is at the Sunflower Slide, which, if I'm correct, Ron, that's September 16th, 17th, and 18th, at the, uh, we used to be known as the Topeka Expo Center, uh, now it's now Ernie, it's the Stormont Vale Event Center. And I put this together basically the last two days before I went to surgery. And, it, and you say, well, who, 
what what did you do different? We have increased the purse, and it's going to be called the Sunflower Slide, 16th, 17th, 18th September, and we increased the purse for this raining by twenty four thousand dollars. Pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be really big, and uh, it's a great facility. But we need to get as many exhibitors there as possible, Ron, and get a chance. They're going to have seminars going on up there. It's going to be right there in Topeka. But really excited about that. And it's going to have great payback, great shows. And uh, we, we look for a packed house. And my hat goes off to the Rainers from the, and, and the Purina dealers. The Purina dealers are the ones that help raise the money to up the purse for that training deal. And that, that's pretty exciting. And that's pretty substantial, that type of uh, increase uh, that's going to be on that show. What do you think, Ron? Oh, boy, I, I think that's exciting, Ernie. And uh, I think it's an event that uh, everybody ought to put on their calendar. And uh, whether you're an exhibitor, whether you're somebody who wants to spectate, or especially if you want to come compete. So, uh, uh, thanks for putting that together, Ernie, and for sharing that with everybody. And, uh, you know, Ernie, while you were, while you were gone last week, uh, there was a huge announcement about a contest, uh, for folks to buy breakfast. They could enter the contest to buy breakfast for a real live radio sponsor. Uh, I'm going to be at the Cheyenne frontier days. So, uh, Don, how many thousand folks have entered? Zero. Zero. Zero so there's still a chance for you to <laughs> enter folks. Contact Dawn at Better Horses Radio uh, to enter that chance to buy breakfast for a real live radio host in Cheyenne. Keep on trying, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's that time, though, Ernie. Can you believe it? Hate hate it, but we had a great time. Folks, it was so great to be back in the saddle on the radio with uh, my partners, Dawn and and Ron. Uh, But it's that time I I hate it each week. I want you all to be good buckaroos and buckarettes. Mind your moms and dads. Be brave, but don't take any chances out there. Find that person next to you you know and love and give them a hug and a kiss and tell them how much you love them. And uh, I'm talking to uh, Toddy, Grant, Nick, and Luke, Uncle Mikey. You got anybody out there, Don? Yep, J.D., Carmen, Justin, Hattie, you guys be good. Ron? I just want to thank the good Lord for bringing Ernie back. I'm glad to be back. Until next week. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Bernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. Happy trails. And be sure to ride for the brand. Mm-hmm.